Hi everyone, and welcome to another episode of Smells Like Business, where you can learn more about the current and future state of cannabis, CBD, and hemp in Europe. Every episode, we talk to different cannabis experts and entrepreneurs, making it easier for you to understand the cannabis industry. I'm your host, Tom, and it's that time again, the end of one year and the beginning of another. So it's time to review once more how the previous year, in this case 2022, has been for cannabis in Europe and beyond. But first, I want to wish everyone a happy 2023. I hope this upcoming year brings you a lot of joy and success, both privately and professionally. And let's hope 2023 brings even more exciting news and developments for the cannabis industry here in Europe and for the rest of the world. I also just want to quickly mention that we here at Smells Like Business have just had our three-year anniversary. We feel proud to have passed the two-year mark, which many startups don't manage to do, especially in the cannabis industry. As many of you who work with cannabis know, it's not the easiest industry to be a part of, with rules and regulations changing all the time and many restrictions still in place, as well as a huge stigma still attached to the plant, the cannabis industry is not for the faint-hearted. But it sure is an exciting and new industry with what seems like endless possibilities. So let's take a look back at 2022 and see what happened with cannabis in Europe and beyond. Well, first off, I want to start with a nice statistic. As it stands, around 85% of the population of Europe now live in a country where medical marijuana is legal in some sort of capacity. This is great because, you know, 85% is a large number, but unfortunately, in reality, in many of these countries, it can still be very, very difficult to actually get a medical prescription for cannabis. So, for example, medical cannabis was legalized in the UK in 2018, but to this day, it's very hard for patients to actually get a prescription unless they're willing to do so at a private clinic and spend a lot of money. On episode 31, I interviewed Carly Barton, who was the first person in the UK to be prescribed medical cannabis. After experiencing many problems firsthand with the healthcare system, Carly decided to create CanCard with the help of doctors and senior police representatives. The purpose of the card is to help medical cannabis users in the UK have a validated identification or ID for the police so they can act with discretion. And now, of course, the card is actually used by thousands of patients self-medicating with weed in the UK, which is great, but it's also a shame that over four years after medical cannabis was legalized there, we still see many of the same problems. And unfortunately, this is not unique to the UK. Many patients in other European countries have the same or similar problems. But nonetheless, 85% is still a large proportion of the European population that, in theory, have access to medical marijuana. And that is something that is worth mentioning and should be celebrated. I think it's safe to say that the future of medical cannabis in Europe looks bright. Now, it's impossible to talk about cannabis in Europe in 2022 without mentioning Germany. I would say this is one of the biggest and most exciting developments in Europe in regards to cannabis legalization. On the 25th of October 2022, the German Health Ministry released a federal paper containing the basic framework for the legalization of cannabis for the recreational or adult use market. 
This is a big step forward because not only is the government creating a framework, they are using this document to open up discussions with the EU to ensure Germany is compliant with European and international laws. The fact that Germany is such a powerhouse here in Europe, it's impossible for EU authorities and institutions to ignore what they're actually doing. This has forced the European Union to wake up and see what's happening around them and get involved in the cannabis conversation, which leads me on very nicely to my next point. On the 9th of December last year, 2022, the EU Council, which is the legislative body of the European Union, decided to adopt a new approach to drug policies. What this means essentially is that all 27 EU member states have agreed to provide a platform for cannabis reform across Europe. I find the timing of this quite interesting. The EU Council releases a new approach to drug policies just over a month after Germany released their plans for adult use cannabis legalization. Coincidence? I'm not so sure. However, saying that, apparently this EU initiative was spearheaded by Czechia, who is currently president of the European Union and is another country that is a recent front-runner for cannabis reform here in Europe, a point I will get onto shortly. Nevertheless, whether it was Germany or Czechia or both that pushed Europe into adopting a new drug policy, it should be a major move towards cannabis reform here in Europe. Uh, exciting stuff. Now, while Germany has been the big European country to lead the race towards full cannabis legalization, we cannot ignore Czechia's own recent announcements. On the 1st of January of 2022, Czechia implemented changes to rules regarding medical cannabis, making it much easier for patients to get a medical prescription. Remember my first point about how hard it is to get a medical cannabis prescription in many European countries? Well, Czechia is no longer one of them. Now the country wants to go one step further, and in the beginning of 2023, the government is expected to discuss and consider a draft law for full legalization. So I think the big question is, who will be first to legalize, Germany or Czechia? I feel this could be a good topic for a future episode. Hmm, some food for thought there. Another small country making big waves here in Europe, but this time in the medical cannabis sector, is Denmark. I don't know if you know, but I'm actually half Danish and currently reside in Copenhagen, the capital of this fine little country. So it's exciting for me to know that Denmark intends to be, and already is to a certain extent, one of the European medical cannabis hubs. Denmark has very well developed tech, farmer, and agriculture industries, and cannabis is, or medical cannabis is, in many ways a combination of the three. The country, and specifically the city of Ordensur, has the facilities and the know-how to be at the epicenter of medical cannabis in Europe. Aurora, a big Canadian company, and Little Green Pharma, a big Australian company, have already set up their European headquarters there, with many more to come. So if you want to hear more about that, I had the opportunity to interview Lorna knudsen Korsbul, an investor manager for the city of Ordensur, and discuss all things medical cannabis in Denmark. That was actually on the previous episode of Smells Like Business, episode 65. So, 2022 would not be complete without its fair share of controversy. This last year, outside the world of weed, we've seen a European country plummet into war with Russia, energy prices across Europe shoot through the roof as a result, Brexit continuing to cripple the British economy, all while COVID still manages to sweep the globe. So why not add some fuel to the fire and shake up the cannabis industry with some controversy of its own? 
And if you haven't guessed what I'm talking about yet, well, it's a juicy topic. Yes, I'm talking about Juicy Fields, the big scam or Ponzi scheme or whatever you want to call it that caught the cannabis industry by surprise. For those of you who may not know, Juicy Fields is or was a crowdfunding platform that connected would-be investors with medical cannabis businesses looking for financing. The platform was supposed to give you the opportunity to earn money by helping small businesses in the cannabis industry expand and improve. All sounds great on paper, and the returns they promised sounded almost too good to be true. But they managed to scam a lot of people and escape with a tremendous amount of money. Some claiming the scammers ran off with as much as 2 billion euros, making it perhaps the largest scam in European history. It is still not sure who the scammers are, although a lot of the evidence so far points in the direction of the Russian Mafia. If you're curious to find out more about the Juicy Fields scam, check out episode 60, where I discuss this subject in much more detail with Ben Stevens from Business Can. The story is still ongoing almost each day, so I plan on having Ben back on the show soon to discuss the latest developments. So make sure to keep your eyes peeled for that one. So, have you heard of Dispenseroo? No, not Deliveroo, Dispenseroo. Well, if you're not based in London or the UK, then you probably haven't. I only recently heard about it myself. So, while Juicy Fields might be the big controversy of 2022, Dispenseroo is a much, much smaller one, but an interesting one nonetheless. Dispenseroo, a cannabis delivery company supplying Londoners with high THC products, is being sued by Deliveroo for copyright infringement. Until now, the company has been known mostly for their ad campaign. Their unauthorized billboards and posters were placed all around London and in the London Tube by people hired through Gumtree. Although the products sold by Dispenseroo are illegal in the UK, the company's founder, whose identity is undisclosed for obvious reasons, has avoided any legal consequences by setting up the company's servers and website in a country where cannabis is legal. Which country, you may ask? Well, the founder would rather not say. What a surprise. So, does he feel bothered by Deliveroo's accusations? Not really. As he states, one cannot claim rights to a brand name that clearly derives from the word kangaroo. And with a turnaround of roughly £50,000 in sales every week, it's no wonder he feels above the law. It'll be interesting to see how this company continues to operate. As the industry is still very much underdeveloped here in Europe, I think we will be seeing more people and companies flexing their muscles, trying to capitalize on cannabis and operate in the gray area. And what about hemp? Well, I can happily say that there have been some interesting developments on that front too, most noticeably in France. So even though France has the most developed hemp industry in Europe, the country is not quite done yet. The government is currently setting up laws and regulations to help further support the growing French hemp industry. By doing so, it is believed that both the hemp and CBD industries will be able to add up to 2.5 billion euros, yes, billion, not million, in combined annual turnover and provide 18 to 20,000 jobs in France. And it's actually quite ironic this initiative is coming from France because, as you may not be aware, France is actually one of the stricter countries in Europe in regards to cannabis, even though a large portion of the population consume it. But obviously, its strict attitude does not include hemp. If you're curious to learn more about France's complex relationship with this plant, then check out episode 48 of our Smells Like Business podcast with Daniel Kadic from the European Liberal Forum. 
The latest country to join the cannabis conversation is Ireland. This little country has put forward a bill to legalize cannabis for personal use. The purpose of the bill is to modify the Misuse of Drugs Act, which was implemented in 1977. Yes, you heard that right. It has not been touched or modified in over 44 years. The new modification will allow adults, 18 plus, to have up to 7 grams of cannabis flower or 2.5 grams of cannabis resin, also known as hashish, for personal use. It'll be interesting to see how this all develops in 2023. So that was most of the big news regarding cannabis in Europe in 2022. I'm sure I missed something as there have been so many developments this last year. But that's a problem I'm glad to have as it's a sign things are moving in the right direction and moving forward faster than expected. I do, however, want to quickly mention a couple of noteworthy cannabis developments outside of Europe. Thailand is, of course, one of the big ones. I don't think anyone expected Thailand to change its strict views and policies on cannabis. But in June of 2022, that all changed. The Food and Drug Administration of Thailand decided to remove cannabis from the Category 5 narcotics list, meaning it is essentially decriminalized. What that means is that now, out of almost nowhere, you can find pop-up dispensaries left, right and center all over the country. The problem is that the rules and regulations around cannabis, and especially THC, are very confusing. For example, consuming cannabis in public and or for recreational purposes is illegal, even though marijuana is no longer considered an illegal substance by authorities. The government still needs to draft up and implement legislation regarding the cannabis market, but in the meantime, many Thai people or gantrepreneurs have decided to take advantage of the grey area the country currently is in. So I'd say if you want to go to Thailand for some cannabis tourism, do so, but do so with care and consideration. Another potential cannabis tourist hotspot that has recently legalized adult use cannabis is New York, a hugely popular destination for tourists. I can imagine the Big Apple will become a marijuana mecca for cannabis tourism in the near future. And New York's an interesting one, though, because the state actually legalized recreational cannabis already in March 2021. But due to the long and ongoing process of licensing, the first legal sale of recreational cannabis only occurred a few days ago on the 29th of December 2022 in Manhattan. I don't know if you've seen any of the social media posts or any of the news, but the queues looked mad. But I think the New Yorkers were also very, very happy. Hopefully they can speed up the licensing process so we can see many more cannabis establishments popping up soon. Well, New York used to be called New Amsterdam and many claim the Big Apple may just be the next new cannabis hotspot, perhaps even claiming that spot from Amsterdam. We will see, we will see. So that was a recap of 2022 and how cannabis is moving forward here in Europe and beyond. I hope you enjoyed the episode and found it informative. We continue to provide interesting topics and guests to the show so you can better understand how the industry is developing in Europe and the rest of the world. Make sure to check out our website at smellslikebusiness.com and subscribe to this podcast if you like what you hear. I've been your host, Tom. Have a green day. Business. Smells like business.